Today we have another episode featuring strengths. And uh, today we're going to do... Ugh, I'm really bad at... Th- I need to write it. Welcome to the Ignite Agility Podcast. I'm joined by my colleagues, Rand, Madeline, and Christian. And I'm Terry. We have another strengths-based episode for you today, and we are going to do a take on the love, frustrate, appreciate exercise. So let's dive right in. Our first question is, what strength do you have that you love? Christian, you want to take this one? He's shaking his head no. He's pointing at me. Okay. (laughs) This is radio, remember. We're not... (laughs) They can't... You have to speak. This whole episode is going to be an exercise in editing, ladies and gentlemen. So apologies. <laughs> um, the one that so the one that I loved, uh, I had futuristic. I love the like futuristic that. one, and and so like we talked about last time with the strengths and the weaknesses kind of thing. This is this is also one that I think doesn't actually serve me all that well, <laughs> um, because because I can look into the future and see events in the future. In, in a lot of cases, that takes the place of actually doing the things. This is true. <laughs> and so, because I'll be like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we did this to the website? And then there's a little corner of my brain where that's done. That happened. We did that. And so I, I don't think, you know, especially since given where some of my discipline and my follow through and my other sort of strengths lie on my, my range, you know, that, that doesn't actually serve me Is very it well. like adding a, a checkbox to your checklist that says add a, make a checklist so you can check that box right away? No. No, that okay. would be my achiever. Getting... No. Okay. <laughs> Just the opposite. Okay. Just the opposite. The fact that I even considered the idea. So let it's me like give you done. An You've moved it to done. Well, let me give you an example. So I used to, uh, I used to be interested in magic and involved in close-up magic and things like that. And so I would buy magic books. And, and this is not just me, by the way. This is how magic books get sold. Um, I would buy the magic book. I would sit down. I would read the magic book, imagine myself doing the trick, and immediately lose all interest in actually doing the trick. Because in my head, I'd done it. And I found out from talking to other magicians that this is a really common thing. Like Something like 97% of all magical literature is never actually performed. It's all just like on people's shelves and stuff like that, place like that. But so that's a big problem for me, right? And she and I have talked, Terry, I'm pointing at Terry. Um, she and I have talked about that a lot where it's, it's nice to be able to visualize these things. My challenge is if I visualize them too well, they don't happen. And the endorphins are the same for me because my brain went like, oh, that's done. <laughs> and I think it goes really well with your ideation where you can see the things happening in the future and then like expand on more things happening in the future. Oh, yeah. And, and it's just procrastination because oh. now I don't mm-hmm. actually have to go back and do any of those things because I'm five steps down the road. Right? Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Madeline? What, uh, what's your favorite? I first wrote my Harmony, but then I changed my mind to the developer just because especially this year in COVID, like looking for the silver linings and looking for that 1% better every day is something that I think has helped me a lot. Terry, Christian? Sure, I'll go next. So for me, I couldn't narrow it down to one. Of Of course. course. I had to pick two. And uh, they kind of feed off of each other a little bit, but uh, I would say probably my favorite... Uh, strength that I love is communication. Uh, I think that 
being able to stand up in front of a crowd of people or being able to write or uh, do any of those things now without getting super nervous or having a lot of difficulty in that is really valuable in the turn my career has taken. So I really love that. And then the second one is maximizer in wanting to, you know, get everything excellent and everything perfect. Now, it can get in my way sometimes because I will edit everything you give me, whether it's already <laughs> perfect or not. Mm-hmm. I will find well, something that comma to, again, to, you know. to change. Um, but I think it makes us a better team. And I think it makes me a better person when I keep striving for that excellence. Mm-hmm. Christian, how about you? And that's the first one I went to. Uh, when I first went out of college to a job where they sent us to train with a bunch of people, I was uh, mid-year through the year, and I was put with like 26 and 27-year-olds. I was, you know, 22. And it was uh, two months of planning, training, whatever. And at the end, we had this big project, and uh, somebody pulled me aside, and they said, you're the glue. You're the guy that gets everybody to work together. And I was like... I like that. I've never ever heard that before about myself, and it just kind of struck a chord. So that's that's one of the things that uh, I like to do, or I think is a strength, is to feel connected. I think people every, I think people search for that. I think we all want to feel connected somehow. So if I can help connect the dots, that's what I like to do. And you are the glue. You are the glue in our little Cody family. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I cannot believe you just said that. So let's ignore what uh, Christian was talking about, and let's move on to the next question. Is what strengths of yours frustrate you the most? And I can start with mine because I, again, had to pick two. And, and, and essentially... I picked two, too. <laughs> for the same reason. So I picked learner for me. I love my learner. I love learning new things. I love the process of learning. I love just constantly being challenged and doing something new. However, when there isn't something new to do or it's regular mundane work, I lose interest very quickly. And it can be really difficult for me to kind of slog through that if it's not the new shiny thing that I want to learn about. And then the same with significance is I like being working on the most important things, the things that are going to make a big difference, you know, kind of that, again, that big, bright, shiny thing. And when I'm, you know, doing data entry or, you know, writing a blog that no one reads. <laughs> oh, and things plug the like Ignite that. Agility pot. Screaming to the ethos. <laughs> it no can be. Me. If you'd it like to help be. Terry with her blog reading, check out... Check out coleyteam.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, it can be, like, disheartening and make me not want to continue because uh, I want that new thing or that important thing to be working on all the time, which is just not feasible in real life. Yeah, I could see where that would be a a, a struggle to not only have to come up with new things, but new significant things. Because it's not just like, you know, sitting and doing tic-tac-toe for six hours or something like that. It's I got to cure cancer and then then I got to do something. Yeah, exactly. Madeline, how about you? I struggled with this one because all of my strengths basically are in the relationship building 
theme. So I ended up, I was going to say I loved my harmony, but I ended up choosing the one that it, as it frustrates me because sometimes like how we kind of mentioned balconies and basements in the last podcast, we like when I'm in a basement, um, my harmony comes out in ways that like I say yes to things I don't really want to Mm. say yes to, um, to maintain that sense of harmony. So that was what I picked. Christian, you go. I too picked two, uh, woo and includer. And I think they can frustrate me. Uh, woo is winning others over, right? Yep. And that, you know, being a coach and what we do, you know, coach loves you not for who you are, but who you can become. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's a big thing that I have to work against inside when I'm coaching is, you know, to set that aside that you're not trying to win them over. You're their coach, you know, um, when I'm training, that's, that, that comes out. It just, it's natural. I don't even think about it, but I connect. I don't know if I'm winning people over or not, but I seem to connect, but that's also, you know, healthy discourse is something that I, I, I'm non-confrontational. So that woo works against me on that. And if there's one thing I learned in trying to coach and train the way we do things is you got to have the ability to have a healthy conversation uh, that comes in many forms, obviously. And so that thing that I try to avoid, but when it does happen, you know, how do you get yourself over that being fearful of a confrontation or does it have to be a confrontation just because it's not in the woo bucket, you know, anything that's not in the woo bucket, oh, it's confrontation and then I'm uncomfortable. Uh, The other one is includer. Uh, I like to get people together. The includer makes sense that it's in my top five, but I think it also sets aside or doesn't allow me to just do things for myself. I always want to bring people along. Hmm. Right. But then as soon as listening to Madeline say balconies and basements, it's like when I am in a basement, I am alone. I, I, I go into caves at home. I just go sit in the basement and try to like I do sit alone. I do get alone to the point where I'm like, I'm being alone a little too much. <laughs> I mean, I need, time, time to go talk to the family. But uh, yeah, so it was woo and includer. That's that's the two that came out. I was I would argue the strength you chose that you loved about yourself I think when could also fall under that your includer isn't included in that like you're the glue because you include people and connect them well and that's and that's really common and and I struggled with this exercise as most people do uh, in that some of the things I like most about myself and love about myself are some of the ones that frustrate me the most as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your, your it, best is your bane, your bane. Yeah. Yep. You can have something that's so strong for you that when, when you're in your, you know, best place, it's something that you love. But when you're not in your best place, it's something that frustrates you. Yeah. So totally common. See, and I, that's funny you say that because my for me, once I figured out this whole futuristic thing, right? That I figured out that that was the 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 yeah. trigger. It it made now it's oddly calming, right? Now now because I know that a lot of what I'm experiencing <laughs> sounds bad in my head, you know, is isn't real. I mean, it, it is because it's brain chemistry, but it's not it's not the thing, right? Um, the good, I, I guess, the good part there where I was going was that I don't, I don't have the corresponding endorphin need to complete things. Hmm. So if these things never do actually happen, it's it's okay. I'm not I'm not like constantly creating this bigger and bigger chasm that I'm never going to fill in. 
But I could see where if I had a different combination of strengths, that would be a real problem because now you're constantly living in tomorrow, but feeling like you have to get stuff done today. So that's not what happened. So for me, this, this makes sense. And I actually take a fair amount of sort of centering away from knowing that because now it's just sort of like, okay, well, is it really serious enough for me to do something about it? No. All right. Well then I'm happy. (laughs) Hey, Randall. Remember this morning when I was telling you about that podcast I listened to Mm -hmm. about fixed mindset versus growth mindset. And you were asking, well, like about your childhood and like how that, what, what what that meant for you. And I think that you just saying how you don't need to actually get it done in order to feel those endorphins, like that's totally a moment of growth that's mindset. That is qu- yeah, that's what. I tried to listen to that book. Connection can't listen to that book. <laughs> it was, whoever was reading it, and I think it was her. No offense, Carol, but it put me to sleep when I was driving. Well, maybe that's a compliment. Oh wait, well not while you're driving. Yeah, but but yeah. you know, like context. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't think she's trying. I don't think she's trying to do ASMR. Um, She's, I will have to listen to this now. No, and, and I think that, because to, to me that was the question, right? And just, just for those that haven't read the podcast or listened to the podcast, <laughs> was, uh, you know, depending on how you were praised in terms of output versus outcome mm-hmm. or effort versus achievement. achievement or something like that, which again fits right down our alley as agile coaches, right? Like we always talk a lot about outcome versus output. Um, I was never praised for either. So my struggle was like, okay, well, what does that mean? Because if I, if I did something, there wasn't really a lot of praise. If I didn't get something done, there wasn't a lot of praise. It was just sort of like, you know. So, so no, that's, that's interesting that, that that's how you took that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, And, and I, I think that's the other fun part about, certainly about these, this podcast series is it, as it's become more top of mind, I think you know we've we've had we've all had more aha moments about oh well that's what that's what's going on there and this is what's going on here and you know it's been it's been fun. Yeah, the more you talk about strengths, the more you talk about strengths. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, well, the one I didn't I, I frustrates me is my strategic one, which you know again is my my number one is strategic, and the the reason that it frustrates me is what we were just talking about. It's always having to see the angles, right? Mm -hmm. Like not being able to just go, I'm here, I'm centered. This is, this is all that it's going to be, you know, it's like, okay, well, how do we make it better? How do we, you know, and uh, you were mentioning this morning, you know, you do meditation and stuff. And I, I did that for a a fair bit. And I've been wondering, does it time to go back to that maybe a little bit? Because the more we get into this uncertainty thing with mm-hmm. COVID and all this sort of stuff, the thing that I found and the thing that, that Angela found, who also has strategic really strongly, is it's it's like this black hole, right? Like we can't see the thing. And so she and I are both big Star Wars fans and there's always, you know, there's that stuff they talk about where they can't, like, you know, the unclear is the future, like Yoda always says. And it's like, well, that's where we're at right now. And it's frustrating because you've, you've lived so much of your life used to being able to see these things mm-hmm. and to now suddenly be able to be having to say, I don't know what I'm supposed to do right now. It's yeah. aggravating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very aggravating. And I think that's funny that it's the one that frustrates you because it's the one that I chose 
if I could have more of. Really? Because mm-hmm. it's your number one in my 34. Yeah. Very last. So that brings us to the last question. Yeah. Is, is what strengths in others do you appreciate? So yeah. why don't so you go first, Madeline? I chose strategic because um, Christian can confirm this more than anyone in my life, mainly because he's my father. But I learn lessons uh, by taking the long way around quite often. So... If I had the strategy that you have... I now understand why I like you so much. We'll get there in a second. Okay. (laughs) Um, If I had strategy, I feel like I could see some of the setbacks that I've had to go through in life and mindset and all that stuff. And then the other one I... So to be clear, this love, frustrate, appreciate activity, uh, Christian and Terry kind of went overboard. We were just supposed to pick one. Overboard. That we love. <laughs> I can't. Hey, overachievers. I have achiever Careful. in my I just followed Careful the directions. The I followed the directions. But for this one, I chose to, and it was strategic and then Terry's learner. It's not as far down as strategy, but it's my number 12, and I feel like sometimes I wish I could pull more from that. Christian, take it away. I chose... TBP's focus. Mm, focus is my number 32. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys want to ride bikes? I'm kidding. <laughs> That's a joke. I almost put focus as one of my frustrates. Really? Yeah. That's hmm. funny. That, that is funny. So, yeah, if I, you know, like I've been trying to get through this content and then I get in and then you're like, well, don't don't open your email. I'm like, but there's people who've got stuff coming and I've got this. And and then uh, for Rand, it's ideation. That is that is something that I struggle with is ideas. I'm good at execution. If when it's clear, I, I'm able to run with something. But when somebody says, what do you got for ideas? I just it's black hole time for mm-hmm. me. And then uh, for Madeline, it's empathy. Her ability to empathize with people is, is, you know, and maybe that gets to your basement where you say yes to everything. But yeah. at the same time, you know, her, her ability to, to do that is what I admire. Thanks, Dad. I had, I had some similar ones. I had Rand's ideation as well. I'll like, trade you. <laughs> I, I can, can we do that? I can build on ideas all day long, but yeah. I can't come yeah. up with the initial yes. idea. Like I, there's just a block there and having the partnership with Rand where he comes up with the idea, I build on it and mm-hmm. I, I that can follow you... through. Like we have a really good partnership. Improv. But I, I really envy and appreciate that. Yes, and. But the, she does it improv. Yes. Exactly. And. Well, yeah, and and that's I, I that's one of the things that we've talked a lot. I appreciate that too, right? Because because I appreciate your your focus and your like the the fact that you get you get things out of getting stuff done, right? The tangible, the the attention to the to the actual, not the theoretical. I've always admired that about you. Um, but no, that's a that's I mean I think that's why we we've found uh, our little core group here right I mean it, it's we we do play off of each other's strengths and I think if anything what what's funny is when we get frustrated with each other for just the things that you know the other 90% of the time we admire yeah um, and it's just it's because it's a bad day or whatever but you know we we literally do get frustrated at the things we find appealing about each other isn't that wild it's crazy it's totally crazy mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Like another one that I had written down was developer mm-hmm. and both Madeline and Rand have developer. And I can sometimes get frustrated about the like little small achievements that everybody is praising. But at the same time, I wish I had that ability because with the combination of strengths I have, if it's not like, if it's not amazing and super important, it yeah. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and like I just lack that ability to really sense those little small things and really praise them and appreciate them. Yeah, that's from builder. You say? Developer. 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 That's funny because as you started talking, I, I'm reminded of like the first time I was a scrum master. I couldn't let anybody have success. It's like, you should have done that two weeks ago. We should have been here by now. Mm-hmm. Don't was, shit on yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So it's funny that I think perfection <laughs> that's is the a, next round of t-shirts. You said builder, that's, that's a, huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then well, the other one I had was includer with, with Christian. Like, I forget to include people <laughs> <laughs> more than I care to admit. Well, we were, you were telling the story before the, before we recorded the podcast, right? Like, you like to be paired with, certain people in high school because they wouldn't do any of the work and you could do it by yourself. Yep, so, I mean, exactly. I, that just makes sense. Um, well, and, and I kind of know the question, the answer to this question, but so is, so where does, where does fake it till you make it come in with some of this stuff? Because, you know, part of, of learning to be including is just constantly remembering and part of learning and, you know, being a developer is, you know, is that a thing really? Is, is fake it till you make it a thing in Clifton? So, from a strengths perspective, there is not really a fake it till you make it per se, but um, you will feel um, you have like a natural gift for certain things. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you can't do those other things, but if you don't operate enough in your areas of strengths and in your areas of innate talents, you will not be as happy, as productive, as engaged as you would be otherwise. We all have to do a balance of things that, you know, are within our strengths and things that are not. And, and yeah, sure. Fake it till you make it with your, with the things that are not, but you're probably not going to see them like magically become your strengths because your strengths are innate talents Mm -hmm. that you've built upon. Well, like you've always said, it's it's how do you use that combination of strengths that makes them positive, I guess. Where I thought you were going, and by the way, you're very good at this, um, is if you stay, if you focus on your strengths, it will allow you to maybe pick and choose those better as if we're to focus on the things that you don't have strengths in because, you know, you're, you're out of this, I don't feel fulfilled mode, I'm over here trying to do this stuff, so... It makes mm-hmm. sense that if you have a good base that you're allowed to. Well, and you said when you first became a scrum master, you thought, is that still the case? Have you, no, have I, that I, changed I, 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 and it's ironic because, you know, positivity is one of my strengths too. Uh, to point out that, you know, to not be able to point out success, it's crazy that I wouldn't, that I would go the full opposite. And that's, that's another part of me that I don't like. It's sometimes I go all or nothing on stuff. It's like, you know. If it's not perfect, let's start over. We're done. Throw it away. Let's grab it. You know? 
And uh, well, even with you with your intro, right? You know, you were doing great. Like, I have to stop. I have to write it down. Okay, we'll write it down. <laughs> so I get it, right? But the, uh, you know, being that perfectionist and, and looking back, and it's ironic that I, I see that now more than ever, not when I was in it, to where it's now it's like. It's true. So that's the other part of it. So that's why I think I like being trainer coach of coaches versus the actual scrum master versus actually in it because I there's a there's a void that I just can't cross. I got to stay on the other side of it. Hmm. Yeah, and that's that's what's funny because the the developer in me is always like, well, how do I how do I tweak what I'm trying to say so that it lands with you versus lands with right. them. Right. That's I mean, your developer combination combo. Yeah, no. Your communication and I, combo. And I like that part. That that to me is a lot Sounds of fun. Sounds like we're talking Mortal Kombat combo. Combo. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the beauty of, of these is that, you know, communication to you will be different than communication to me in, in subtle ways, but mm-hmm. still different. Yep. And we all have Maximizer. And I'm pretty sure that I have heard Maximizer come out of every single one of our mouths so far today. You have number nine. Yep. Yeah. I don't remember which one. It, it's oh. in my top ten. I just don't remember which one it is. Yeah. But what I was, my next thought was, like, you and I, Christian, my father, like, we have, Randall and I have four, four? Four. Out of our top ten the same, but my dad and I have six and ten out of the same. Six? I thought six. it was five. You had was six? I'm pretty sure it's six. Huh? I don't know. I don't have mine with me. Five or six. More you than Rand. have yours memorized. we do not require that good to know but it's just interesting to see like how alike we are and how like alike in that we both have the same strengths but different kind of how Rand and I were Mm -hmm. like you chose my empathy but where is your empathy on yours I don't have any where is it oh it's (laughs) your 25 25. yeah so I just like for other people yeah. looking at their kids. I'm not a parent, but I, th- I think it would be interesting to like have this done and then go look at your kids and be like, oh, do they have my arranger? Well, yeah, and I, I, even... I tried to look on gallup.com to see if they had done any studies like that, and I haven't found anything, so yeah. I'd be really curious if, well, they, we could be the if they chose to do something like that there with parent and child, or maybe I'm just not seeing it. So uh, for those of you listening, if you know of such a thing, let me know. Let us know, yeah. Well, and, and I don't, I, based on our conversation last week, I think, I, I don't know if it would, right? Because mm-hmm. as we've said, you and I have four of the same things, but they, they come out in wildly different ways. Mm-hmm. So even if you had a parent-child that had a combination of the same strengths, it's like, yeah. that wouldn't necessarily equate to the same behavior. That's true. Um, or at least it might not. Although that's what I was chuckling about before. In kindergarten, kindergarten, mind you, now this is a long time ago for me. Um, I had the teacher write on my report card if there is a, a easy way and a hard way to do something, uh, I will find the impossible way to do something. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and believe me, my wife uses that on a regular basis. Too. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, Amazing. But so that, that explains a lot, right? Like yeah. that idea of we're not, we're not always focused on the shortest distance between two yeah. points. Because I heard what you said, and I went, well, that wasn't really a challenge then, right? That was the learning, and mm-hmm. you learn things by that. That's your process. True. But, because, no, I, I, yeah. I learn way more by doing things the hard way than the easy way. If something's too easy, it doesn't have, I'm bored with it. Even right? with your strategic being your number one? Oh, God, yeah. No. Yeah. 
No. I'd rather learn all about the easy way Maybe and then just do it the easy one. way. Yeah. No, that's if something if something comes too easy to me, uh, again, depending on where that falls in with strategy, I, I don't care. Hmm. Um, like there's all sorts of things that I'm really good at that I don't do because I'm good at them. <laughs> and they bore me. I've Jeez. never seen you pick your nose. Th- that's that's you must be really good at that. Thank you. That's your learner. It's the same oh, thing no, with yeah, me. Yeah, it's yeah. it's no longer bright and shiny and new. You don't you know it, so move on. My right. learner is sixteen. Wow. Well that's that's mid that's midpoint. I forget, are these just the same thirty four? They're just mixed around for people? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Same thirty four. Uh, and then you have your top ten, which are, are your dominant themes. They're the ones that you're most likely to pull strengths from. And then kind of that middle section are supporting, meaning you can use them if you need to, but they're not really going to be an innate talent for you. And then the lesser themes are at the bottom. And these are themes that it might actually like take energy away from you to try to use them. So mine are like discipline, follow through, Focus. focus, yeah. Mine's empathy. I just can't. Is empathy your 34? <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's my 34, but it's definitely in like the bottom three. <laughs> Where does it start? Where does the uh, take energy away start? Is it like from 25 to 34? Or is it? Nope. It's it's different for each person. Okay. So when uh, you stop relating to it. Like, yeah. Like, so oh, so you can kind that. of draw your own lines on you know, where where does the line draw from things that you do all the time and you get really excited about it? Those are your dominant and then you can draw a line up from the bottom on where do you start to describe things as this is sometimes me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can create those sections within your report for yourself. I just drew the line at ideation. Down. <laughs> yeah, don't overthink it. <laughs> ideation, futuristic, analytical, command, competition. Yep, I don't get into competition. Focus. Oh, competition's in my top ten. Deliberate. Deliberative. 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 What is that one? That's when you like to kind of ponder and do things, you know, in a very specific way. So it it can be very similar to like intellection where you you process the information inside. Mm -hmm. You're a very external processor. Yes, I talk to think. Same. Uh, same. That's funny. I don't know where mine fall, where that falls on mine either. I don't know. I'd be curious to know if that correlates to any specific strength or, you know, if that's more of a... I'm going to say it goes more to communication because... And that makes sense because the three of us all have communication in our top 10. Well, and, and the reason I say that is because a lot of the time I'm... I have the idea fleshed out. What I'm actually trying to figure out is the best way to articulate it. Because there's there's lots of times where I'll say an idea and I'll get a look like, what language was that? <laughs> and then I'll try I'll come back and I'll try again. And then and then it's like, okay, well, okay, that was that was a, it's still the same idea. It's just expressed differently or something like that. So I would I would say that's more of my communication than than anything. Interesting. Did anyone have a, a did not have a chance to 
say their appreciate items? Mm, everybody said that? I think everyone went. I think so. Um, no, I, I, I mean, i trying to think it was me. Uh, we talked about you, Christian, being the, the glue that kind of holds a lot of this to get the sticky part, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and that's... Rubber cement. That, well, yeah. But that's, that's nice, right? Because there, there's always that sort of... You know, w- one of the things that's been interesting about our, our WEC experience has been finding that balance of kind of in the office and out of the office, right? And so how often do we need to be together versus how often do we need to be apart? And when we were apart a lot, the thing we always said was, you know, we'd get together and it'd just be like, we got so much stuff done, right? Like we'd, we'd gather once a week and, you know, eight hours later, we just walk out with all this stuff done. And, and now it's almost opposite, right? <laughs> now, <it's> like, <laughs> now if we're apart for like eight hours, look at all the stuff we got done. It's like, I know, yeah. <laughs> Pendulum. Yep, but... But, you know, the fact that we still, like a, like a pendulum, right, we still keep coming back to that equilibrium is, is I think, what's interesting. Yeah. The center. Yep. Dad used to say all things in moderation. Except something or other? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just all things. Just all things. All good See, that's good advice. My dad used to say things like, there's a fine line between fishing and standing on the bank looking stupid. <laughs> And that's catching fish. <laughs> like, what do you do with that, right? I was like, okay, I get it, I think. But. Too funny. <laughs> and with that, we can close. Uh, so for those of you listening that found this intriguing, feel free to do it with your teams. Ask, ask your team members, you know, what strengths they have that they love about themselves, what strengths they have that frustrate themselves. And what strengths others have that they really appreciate. This exercise can really help a team start to understand and utilize the language of strengths to form partnerships and uh, figure out different ways to assign work to be more productive. So if you're interested in learning more about strengths, go to gallup.com. And if you're interested in learning more about uh, strengths coaching, uh, feel free to reach out to us at info at co-leadteam.com.